welcome back to another episode of the Johnny's World Podcast. This is BW, back from the off week. I got my co-host Johnny with me. How we doing, Johnny? Uh, we're doing well. You got a little off week, and uh, we're back into the back in the saddle things. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had a you had a big time. Saw friend the program Juan Valdez. You went down on a trip, and I went over to St. Louis. Yes. So we 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 both did some cool stuff. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, me and Juan Valdez, we hit up uh, Halloween Horror Nights. So, uh, if you're out there listening and you're big into Halloween or scares or haunted houses or stuff like that, go check it out. Universal in Orlando. Um, we did we did eight haunted houses in one night and rode a bunch of roller coasters and went to a water park and had a good old time, man. I was uh, St. Louis. You said the barbecue in St. Louis doesn't compare to Memphis, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to come on here and say some controversial stuff but i don't know if anybody from st louis listens but y'all need to step it up i mean i went to the i think when you look at it there's there's two or three places that everybody tells you to go one of them is like uh salt salt sugar sugar salt something like that and then there's there's pappy's which is where i went and then there's bogart's which is another one and uh they all have you know the best reviews and all that but when you go in pappy's place you go to big old long line to get in there get in there you know there's all the celebrity menus on the wall signed by celebrities everybody's been there people saying best barbecue in st louis people said best barbecue in the world on and on and on and so you know i'm thinking this place is gonna be good and so you hear about st louis ribs and so that's what i got and they come and i mean they look great on the plate but you can tell they just don't they don't have that bark on them. Are they wet or they dry? That smo- They're dry. Dry. Um, okay. I think. I think with the way they actually baste them while they're cooking, and then they uh, they kind of come out a little sticky, but they're they're mostly dry. There's not like sauce dripping off them or anything like that. And uh, you bite into them. I mean, there's just not that much flavor. It's almost you don't you don't really taste the smoke in them. There's not really a smoke ring on them. It's almost like they're boiled or something. I don't think they are, but I don't know. Just the, I think the Memphis folks get the flavor. They don't I have think, it up there. I think we're spoiled with a rendezvous, man. I think of dry ribs. I think of the rendezvous, how good it is. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And that's what's funny is rendezvous is tourist trap, and, you know, it's yeah. not even some of the best you'll get, but right. it's way better than St. Louis. So huh. I don't know. If anybody's listening from St. Louis, y'all can come on here and yeah. tell me. Maybe, maybe I was in the wrong spot. But uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if it should be on the list. But uh, <laughs> one thing I did not get a chance to try. Apparently, they have a different kind of pizza too. There's a place called Emo's Pizza, and we were staying a few blocks down from the original, and they use some kind of special cheese. Supposedly, it has Swiss, uh, Parmesan, and provolone, maybe. And right. uh supposed to be like a really unique flavor and it's really thin like cracker crust, but we didn't get a chance to try it. So anyways, well, did y'all, did y'all I, give, the, I give St. Well, Louis five out of five, except for the food, the barbecue. What about the, the Lambert's rolls? Did y'all do that throwing rolls? So we so we went in there, it was two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. and the line was outside the door. There's all ah. these tour buses of all these olds in there. And uh <laughs> You couldn't hardly get to it, and you know we we still had a couple hours to drive, and right. I was like, I'm not going to wait in this line and for this. So 
we didn't do it. We we went inside and kind of went in the gift shop and stuff like that, but we didn't we didn't wait on that one. Yeah, talking about lines, man. I, I've I've had my fill of lines. That's the think about when you go to to uh, Disney or Universal or Orlando or stuff like that. You're gonna wait. We were talking about wonder how many hours people waste standing in line compared to the rides. It's just insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, it, you definitely need to get that. If you're people listening out there are interested in doing this thing, go get the express pass because it will save you. We hit all eight haunted houses up, went right up to the front. The lines are like two hours per per one. People standing, just wasting their time standing in line. It was it was insane. But uh, I guess that's what you get when you're on a go go to uh, parks like that, just waiting in line. But um, th- there is something talking about restaurants. We had at a few cool places. One of them was this, uh, this, I think I sent you a video of it, man, or a picture of it. Uh, it was at this, uh, chocolate factory place in, at Universal. Supposedly everything on the menu is chocolate, but it wasn't like, I don't know, maybe they used chocolate or something in there, but anyway, there's these, uh, robots and they like walk around this, uh, the, the dinner area where you're eating <laughs> and like out and say, salutations, salutations, salutations. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was kind of freaky. It was, it was it was really weird. If you were like a little kid, you'd probably be scared to death. But uh, yeah, I got yeah, really with one of them. But it, that was uh, it was interesting. But yeah, they got a lot of cool uh, cool restaurants there at the City Walk, which is kind of like if you go to Disney uh, downtown Disney or Disney Springs, same sort of deal. They yeah. need has their own deals like that. But uh, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a, a fun a fun trip and. Uh, Got back and now it's time to uh, finish up the football season. Hopefully, and uh, do better on the second half of the season than we did on the first half. <laughs> That's right. You can tell that we don't have a whole lot to talk about this week because we're talking about yes. our trips instead of the football, which is normally what we talk about. So, um, but one thing is going to update everybody on the pick'em. We, uh, I was a little worried really the last two weeks, um, but really last week. There was a lot of games that could have gone either way. And, um, you know, if you look at the the way the Yahoo picks work is it tells you the percentage of people that have picked them. And some of those games, you know, it would be 80 or 90% of people would pick them, but most of those people were wrong. And uh, I ended up being wrong quite a bit myself. But I'm still technically just a point out of first, but I'm in fifth because of the tiebreakers. But Lane's perfect picks has slid up there into the very top spot. B&D's Dirty Dogs, second place, and Maroon Friday is in third. So we've got a couple more weeks left till we call it for this month. So unless I can pull off some kind of miracle, it looks like somebody up there is going to be getting a free bag of coffee from johnnypacker.net. Yep, because uh, B&D Dirty Dogs, they made a run for it at the end of the month, but you'd already sealed the deal last month. So uh... That's right. They're, they're sitting up at the top, but yeah, Lane's uh, jumped right on top of everyone. So uh, that makes it fun and interesting. You never know. These games are kind of, there are a lot of them that, like you say, you could go either way. You don't really know what to pick, uh, even though the percentage tells you what to pick, but there's a lot of games that they're not like that. They're upsets and stuff like that. So kind of got to strike it where, where what, what, what you what you think it is. And and sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Like I'm sitting down below, you know, I, I was doing the doing the Johnny's locks, and man, they turned out to be Johnny's knots. I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I was on a roll for a little while there, and 
especially when I picked the score to be the LSU game, the state score to be perfect. I was like, man, went to casino the next week, won some money. I was like, man, I'm sitting high on the pigs. And yeah, that was brought back down to earth on that one, man. I'm not as good as I thought I was at it, but uh, it's tough, right. man. You know, it's just a crapshoot, man. You never know what, what's going to turn out, but that's why we play and that's why it's fun. And, um, but yeah, the best part about it is you get that get that coffee. So uh, if, if Lane train, if they if they went Lane's perfect picks, BD Dairy Dog, anybody who does come on top, we're gonna want you to to uh, we'll give you a shout out like this, but we want you to to uh, promote it the coffee products and because that's what kind of why we're doing it because the fight my fight with CF and uh, Juan Valdez when I was on the vacation, uh, he talked about how he is uh, him and his wife are really enjoying the coffee. So I know he's probably our our top uh top uh person that to get coffee from us and um so yeah uh if you haven't tried it out go johnnypacker.net and get you some and it's uh, very affordable and uh it'll ship right to your house and and uh, i think you'll be you'll be happy it's just like our buddy juan valdez is that's right that's right juan valdez may have to become an employee of the johnny <laughs> packer coffee company he might have so, to be. <laughs> yep and you know uh we had the had the bye week last week, and then we had the Western Michigan game before that. Right. And I thought we were going to do okay because you and I were pretty close on our on our score predictions. But it was looking like that way for a minute. But we just kind of we we started trading scores there at the end of the game, and yeah. then everybody started getting hurt. I mean, every time yep. you look up, one of our guys was laying on the ground, rolling around. Yeah, so here we go, and. Uh, I yeah, I remember texting. I remember texting you in the game. I was like, "Here we go again, perfect, right on the money with our picks." And then, like you said, everybody was getting hurt, and we let them back in the game. And the defense, defense had some issues, man, which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. With with Arnett, how the past few years our defense has been so good with Arnett, and then they are just terrible now, just giving up yards. It seems like every time we play, that quarterback for Western Michigan was a third string quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> numbers on us and then like the next week like last week i saw they played someone and he put up hardly any numbers just terrible numbers so yeah the guy's not good that guy was not good but we made him look like a star uh that's very concerning moving forward um as far as from the defensive end and then you lose all of our uh our players are getting hurt woody getting hurt and will rogers getting hurt i mean on the offensive side too so um and then they're not going to release in uh they never talk about injuries but I would think Mike Wright is going to play the whole game this coming week. Yeah. I would think. And, uh, you know, it's frustrating. You see, you see Dylan Johnson, who was our top back with uh, Woody Marks last week. I mean, uh, last year, uh, do so well against, I don't know if you watched the Washington, Oregon game this past weekend. Oh but yeah. The running back for Washington and Washington's won the game. They're undefeated. And I mean, he kind of made a good move. Everyone yeah. hated him for leaving state, but man, he, put himself in a good position and Washington's a contender to make the playoff this year. So can't fault him on that, but yeah, he's a good player. It's fun to watch, but uh, these young guys from the running backs are, are going to have to step up if, if, if Woody's banged up some and, and then uh, Mike Wright, everybody's been wanting to see Mike Wright play. So this is their chance to see how he does. Um, so, you know, um, we'll just have to see how he does. He threw a ball Everyone's want to see him pass, and he threw the ball last last game. And um, I don't know what to say. I really have no idea what to expect. Uh, the line, I believe, is nine points, and Arkansas is favored. 
And Arkansas is two and five, lost five games in a row. And uh, to lose five games in a row and be a nine-point underdog to that team, that says a lot what Vegas thinks of Mississippi State. Uh, That's not not good. On the Johnny's locks, I would not – I would tell you out there, do not touch this game at all. There's no telling (laughs) what's going to happen in this game. State is going to either get blown out or they'll slip up and win. I mean, there is no tell. I don't wouldn't. This is one game I have no clue uh, what's going to happen. But uh, I, I don't think there have been. There's put it this way: there haven't been a bunch of jukebox turning up and a lot of cold beers going around Fayetteville, Arkansas this football season. Nope. But this might be his chance to redeem himself. And you know, this is a must-win game for State and Arkansas to save their mm-hmm. season. Arkansas mm-hmm. loses somehow. Arkansas loses and they lose six games. I mean, they're pretty much out of going to a bowl game and then no you don't really talk about state winning much but if state does win the game which is like i said no one's talking about it if they do win then it kind of all is forgotten you know you're thinking okay we got yeah. we're three and three we got four wins now you know we're gonna beat southern miss I and mean, they got drummed 55 to three the other night so that's a win that's five and then you just got to beat one other team uh to yeah. get to that bowl game so this is a huge 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 win for both programs and the winner is going to take a step forward to uh, possibly get bowl eligible eventually, uh, or let's say you know give them a better chance of getting bowl eligible. And the loser, man, the loser of this game, is might as well pack it in because you're not going to a bowl game and it's going to be ugly. And and they could possibly quit the rest of the season. So a lot's riding on this on this game on Saturday. You're right, Johnny. A lot's riding yeah. on it, including my reputation, Johnny. Is that? <laughs> It's going to lead me to my picks. You set the table perfectly for me. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I'm never one to go against Vegas. Yeah. Let me just get that out in the open. But I'm going to go against Vegas this, this week. And the back's against the wall for the Bulldogs. Back's against the wall for Arnett. And then Mike Wright. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what he's made of. I think he's going to come in there. He's going to surprise some people. He's going to make some plays. It's going to be a close game, but we're going to pull it out. 35-31 Bulldogs. Wow. Wow. You got some confidence right there, BW. Confidence. Confidence. Um, I'm not picking the dogs the rest of the year if we lose this game. (laughs) Let me just say that. Except against Southern Miss, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Southern Miss. Well, um, I won't say this at the beginning – did you have this at the beginning of the season where their picks as just as a win or a loss? I can't remember. I think you had it as a win. I think I did. Because sure. you had losing three in a row and then coming back. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get it as a win. I had it as yep. a win as well. Uh, had it as a win as well. And uh, also picked South Carolina at the beginning of the season as a win. But then I changed that pick when we did our podcast that week to a loss after seeing how bad we played against LSU. And, uh, man, as much I've been thinking about it, I, I want to pick State so bad to win this game. But as much as I've been thinking about it and – it's just they haven't shown anything, and these injuries and the way they played against Western Michigan, giving up a lot of points. I hope this bye week has has uh, has healed some of these guys, and they can come back out and and just know that you can start start the season over fresh. You know, right here on this on this bye week, starting the second half of the season on a fresh slate, and try to get those six wins, but. Um, I'm going to go the opposite way. I just don't – maybe my reverse psychology will work on this, but I don't see it happening. 
I see uh, KJ Jefferson is a really, really good quarterback, and and uh, we have not had a good had success against mobile quarterbacks this year. Jaden Daniels, look what he did. Uh, Milroy, Milroy, or whatever his name is from Alabama. Uh, we, the guy from Arizona. I mean, it seems like every yeah. every team we play has a mobile quarterback, and it just freaking destroys us. And KJ Jefferson has that ability to do it. You know, last year KJ Jefferson missed the game, uh, and we blew out mm-hmm. Arkansas. And I remember when we did this podcast a year ago, we were talking about, you know, are we picking State or Ole Miss? It depended on if K.J. Jefferson is playing in the game. And he did not play, so we both picked State and, and we won in a yeah. row. But, uh, man, at Arkansas, at Fayetteville, um, they lost five games in a row. Um, they, But they haven't gotten blown out. I mean, they freaking took LSU down to a field goal in the last second. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're playing a lot better than we are in their losses. And uh, – and they have a really good quarterback, and and I just feel like the home field advantage and the quarterback. I think Arkansas is going to do it. Um, and I think I'm going to pick the score to be 30. I'm going to think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a close game. I will say that, uh, but I think they do do enough on the on the quarterback position to make the plays to uh, to win the ball game. And I'm going to say Arkansas wins 31 to 24. Is my prediction. All right. So if that's We're the case, close. cold beers for everyone in Fayetteville this weekend, and the jukebox will be turned up. But now we want the jukebox to be turned down and and dry, dry all weekend. No cold beers in Fayetteville, but that's right. Either way, something's going to happen. Sam Pittman is going to have a cold beer and turning it up or not. So we'll yeah, the, ju- the jukebox. Out. If if they lose to us, the jukebox may get unplugged if they're in Fayetteville. <laughs> If they lose to us, jukebox is unplugged and thrown away, and no more cold beers the rest of the year. That's right. That's right. So, so we'll, we'll we'll see. It'll be no sir from now on. No more yes sir. It'll be no sir. That's right. But yeah. uh, yeah. But like I said earlier, before we start talking about it, you know, this is huge. Depending on because you got Auburn next week, and then you got Kentucky, A and M. I mean, those games are all. No, there's nobody on the schedule outside of probably Ole Miss that that is like, hey, look. We have no chance in this game. Like, you know, it could go either way. Swing games, you know, and then, but, mm-hmm. uh, but this is the number one swing game. You get this one, you're feeling confident going in to Auburn, and then, but if you lose this game, you know, you just might as well pack it in because it's going to be a rough season. We'll be on the basketball, but, but uh, we'll know more about it come Saturday afternoon. So uh, that's make right. Picks. Go to JohnnyPacker.net. Get you some coffee. Help us in our calls to CF, and let's uh, cheer on the Bulldogs to to get a win in Fayetteville. Yes, sir. Go dogs! All right, Johnny. Till next time. All right, time. see you next time. Later. All right. Bye.